Hey everyone, this is Connor. Before we get started, I just want to encourage you to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. If you become a patron, you'll get access to multiple exclusive episodes every month. And you can also join our patrons-only Discord chat, where Pete and I talk informally with the Podside Picnic community. So if you like the show, go ahead and check us out at patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. Thanks. By crumb, it's another bar beer run. Hi, fellas, how you doing? Welcome to Podside. Ah, I'm doing well, Carlo. <laughs> Shut that little snake freak up. Step on him. <laughs> oh, I like it. I don't know why it suddenly shifted yeah, to Gilbert Gottfried. Step on me. <laughs> God, we're going to be discussing uh, a couple of episodes of <laughs> what was it? Conan: The Adventures, the, the animated adventure. series. The adventurer. Of the adventurer. Yes. Okay. Because, which, which is yeah. Anyway, uh, it's weird that they changed the name from Barbarian. I'm not sure why. I bet it was for, like, maybe a Barbarian sounds too violent. Or maybe uh, they, maybe alternately, it might be because I don't imagine this had any um, legal relationship with uh, the John Milius film. Mm. Um, and so I bet that there were trademarks um you know, active yeah. in well, that, in some that way. was that was um, when when you uh, posted that um, interview. The 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 writer, uh, what, what was her name? Christy, Christy Marks. Marks. Christy Marks. Marks. Yeah. Um, who also apparently uh, I learned today. I learned uh, also wrote for ElfQuest. Um, and wow. she cre- created Gem and the Holograms. I believe true. That's true. Oh. Yes. So. Um, oh yeah. I you know I always get that confused with Amethyst. Um, no, the, she also she she also I, I'm not sure if she created Amethyst or it, uh, but she definitely wrote at uh, least one series of um, there wh- we go. what's the full name? It's like it's like Amethyst and the, the spell sword or something. The, the gem world or something like that. Oh, oh, not that. Not that Amethyst. There isn't there. There is an Amethyst that that Christy Marks um, wrote. Okay. Uh, Amethyst but, Princess of Gem World. Wow. Princess and everything. Know. No, she did not create it, but I do know. I do think she had a run on it. But she I, wrote one in like 2018, apparently. Um, oh, okay. All right. I, I, of something called Amethyst. It's called like Amethyst, like the sp- spell set. sword of sorcery. Amethyst. Uh, it was part of the New Fifty Two. Um, oh, mm. yes. So she wrote Amethyst, sword of sorcery. In uh, cool. Yeah, so uh, one of the things, circling back to the um, the being legally distinct from uh, the Milius uh, <laughs> uh, movie, I believe uh, that is in fact the they they in in that interview they asked uh, Marx a question about why did they not go with uh, Thoth Amun, uh, mm. who was the you know like the it, she she went back to the source material and you know she read the Robert E Howard stories and so on and so forth and uh the you know the 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 question was you know why why not use the you know one of the villains of the stories and she was like yeah 
they didn't want to have to deal with any type of copyright or mm. like they weren't. Sh- I, I think the issue is that this was obviously a series as many series were in the eighties and nineties that um, sprung from a toy line first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so they didn't want to have to worry about, uh, you know, like whether there were any gray areas that, that someone might've missed um, regarding, you know, like the, the original uh, movie, uh, the 81 mm-hmm. movie. And mm-hmm. so they just went, you know what? We'll just call him Rathamon mm-hmm. because <laughs> he's angry all the yes. time. Well, yeah. the, the other thing I think, and she kind of alludes to this is so like, you know, since Conan is a public domain character, if you make something called Conan and it gets very popular, you someone else can just be like, yeah, I'm making a Conan thing too. Oh, but yeah. if you add a character that's your own character, they can't that that character isn't public domain since that's your character. Mm. And so somebody can't jack that. So it's entirely possible that Hasbro was like, okay, Conan is kind of a gimme. But everybody else, we want them to have, you know, well, this is Snag and this is Jasmine and, you know, and, and, and then and you could be like, well, you can't use them. They're ours. <laughs> and the little the little sniveling <laughs> assistant. Dreg, I believe Dreg. his name is. And, um, who, who, I know that there's is... an episode uh, where apparent I, I haven't watched it, but I was reading the episode synopsis and I kind of wish I had where Rathamon – because he's actually a Gila monster um, who was transformed into a human. He went the other direction. He's not a human who was transformed into a snake man. He's he's a lizard who was transformed into a human. Um, he he announces that that he has to hibernate. And so what what when he lays down to hibernate, Dreg takes over. Takes over the snake cult and names himself Dragomon. <laughs> oh, so, so this is just uh, it, it's uh, it's Prince John from uh, the the Disney yes. Hollywood, yes. the Disney or, uh, uh, Robin Hood. <laughs> yes, or or it's like a Serpentor from uh, from from GI Joe? Joe, which I must say, Christy Marks also wrote a number of, yes. of episodes for. True, true. <clears throat> um, it, it, if you go like look at Christy Marks's like credits, like she w- basically had a hand in almost every like popular like children's entertainment or or, or young people's entertainment from the eighties and nineties. Like she's mm-hmm. like all over the place. Um, and she's she also um, she create she she did a lot of uh, sword and sorcery stuff. She her her first um, so she started off in comics. And her first writing credit in comics was a Conan story. Um, and uh, I forget the man's name who was running. I think it was at Marvel at the time, I think, mm. had the Conan license. Um, and she wrote a couple for that. And then um, she got brought on to write a bunch of the Red Sonia stuff. Mm. Um, when I, get, I think it was also Marvel who was doing them. At the time, Red Sonia is a confusing Robert E. Howard character, by the way, because the Red Sonia that that everybody knows has really no relationship to the Red Sonia that Robert E. Howard wrote about. Oh, he really? actually had two different characters, one of whom was like a 15th century, like shield maiden type character, kind of like like a Joan of Arc type character, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one was like a 17th century pirate uh, who was, I think, was named Red Sonia. So n- uh, neither of them were like a barbarian lady. And I think, 
I'm not sure if it originated. I think it originated in the comics where they're like, well, we want a female Conan and, you know, Red Sonia is a great name. So let's use that. Hmm. But anyway, but oh, but what I wanted to say is um, one of Christy Marx's big uh, um, projects in the 80s was a series called Sisterhood of Steel, um, which was a sword and sorcery um series that she came up with about kind of like a like an Amazon but like like medieval type Amazon barbarian adventurers um and she wrote that for a number of years and their big thing was that they wanted it to be like feminist sword and sorcery and something that you know well if i may just read a short uh an, an excerpt from a letter to the editor on one of the um one of the issues of uh sisterhood of steel which was published on epic which is a marvel sub brand that they did like slightly more more like action oriented comics in like i want to say like the mid 80s does that sound right chris i know that you're a comics head yeah i also believe it was like a larger format too like almost like magazine size yes yes i think you're right um the one that i'm most familiar with is some i forget the name of it but it's it's like something something post nuclear dick and he's like a private eye he he's a private eye who caused the nuclear war when he like accidentally leaned on like the red button while investigating a case. So he's also like the last of, of the private eyes. But, but anyway, um, uh, let's see. Uh, if, if I may quote a letter to the editor, uh, th- this is her response. She says, I'll point it. Uh, so um, first of all, she says that uh, there are many countries that consider body hair on women to be extremely sexy. Goddess knows shaving would be one of the least of their concerns. I've always thought Conan should be a lot Harrier. And then she goes on to talk about how the armor that she designed for the Sisterhood of Steel, along with um, Mike, I forget his, I forget the artist, um, Mike, last name uh, unknown at, at this time. They talk about how, you know, they designed the armor to, to you know, to conceal more than it reveals. Um, she does mention there's a Roman report of Celts fighting in nothing more than body paint and erections. <laughs> um, and then, th- and this, this I thought was, th- this is remarkably progressive for, for it being 1984, I think, when this series was coming out. Um, in line with making the sisterhood real, there would be no way to have an isolated society of women such as this without an outlet for sex, and it would be natural for a segment of them to turn to other women for love. Within the sisterhood, it is simply an accepted alternative, neither encouraged nor discouraged. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was this was in response to a question um, of someone being like, I like the comic, I like that the women aren't super sexualized, um, and I like... Basically, that like it's it's acceptable that they could have sexual relationships with other women. So this is in like a Marvel sub you know sub imprint again in 1984. So <laughs> uh, if if anything, I would say comics went backwards for a fair long time, and then have only recently kind of started uh, getting back to where they were in like the 70s and 80s in some respects. Anyway, <laughs> on some on some comics, but suffice to say. Uh, Christy Marx is someone who both deeply understands sword and sorcery, is very familiar with Conan, and also has ideas about the role of gender and sexuality um, mm-hmm. in uh, sword and sorcery, suffice to say. So keep that in mind while we're watching an episode about Conan learning to read. 
<laughs> Kurt, your 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 mention of body hair uh, reminded me of a piece of like weird trivia that that I I picked up. I think it was I I heard this on Eleanor Janega's um, uh, podcast. Uh, medieval uh, s- standards of beauty are very removed from from what we think today. So essentially, uh, one of the interesting standards of beauty that carried over was uh, one that was that was carried over from Greece by the Romans and therefore into the medieval world, uh, which was uh, the unibrow, especially among women, oh, yes. was considered very attractive. <laughs> it is so funny to, to hear that because then it's a – what was the – is it on Hey Arnold? Uh, is it Helga? Oh, yeah. Helga, yes, yeah. Helga, Helga, Helga would be – <laughs> would be like a sex symbol in that cartoon. <laughs> if it had been in the medieval ages, of course. Man, she, give, give me a couple weeks, nine. I could get there. And also, if she weren't nine. <laughs> Although, I mean, medieval ages, so, you'd, I mean. <laughs> well, true, true. Pro- pro- a, a problematic time, to say the least. I mean, she, she would at least have been uh, married, you know, betrothed at age nine. Uh, only to consummate <laughs> yes, and, in three and, years, and Arnold would have been a squire to um, <laughs> I don't know to to one of the older kids. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but anyway, we're, we're talking about a completely different cartoon. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so let's let's talk a little bit about uh, Conan the Adventurer. Yes. But, uh, before we ahead. do that, we should we should mention that this is a beer run. Yeah, either in spirit or in name. That's why it's sloppy, and that's why we watch something very that, silly. <laughs> that is that is also why I, I, I announced it as Conan the Barbeer Run. Oh, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even pick up on that. Nice. That's good. Tisk tisk. The bar beer run. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, gentlemen, what are you all drinking? I'm breaking my rule about not drinking because it's a Conan episode. I uh, yeah yeah same here. I, I am I'm trying to cut down, but uh, I'm back with the Oliver IPA. Nice smooth. Um, was it seven point five or seven percent even? I think yeah. Mm. It's a finest India Pale Ale. Nice. I also have an IPA. Uh, this is a Trogues Field Study IPA. Uh, dry hopped with Citra, Mosaic, and El Dorado. Mm. I, I, I got to say, as I, I, like, you know, I like my beer. I have no idea what any of the hops really mean. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, oh, cool. <laughs> Citra. I like that. Uh, in in uh, general, I mean, there are two dimensions to hops. There is the, the pine tree. There, there's the, the, the pine tree slash citrus axis, which you mostly get in American hops. Mm-hmm. And then there's the kind of like earth herby hops, which you typically get in European and English. Gotcha. Um, Hop varieties and styles. So, like, that's why there's not that many very hop. That's why there's not really like hoppy German beers. Those were mm. not the type of hops that they had. Gotcha. Uh, also, also, the Germans aren't very hoppy. Correct. <laughs> it's hard to hop in. They're uh, actually very sad. It, it's hard to hop in Birkenstocks and socks. So, <laughs> well, you, you, you call this, this comedy genius you, who without the hair, you call it, <laughs> you call him curly. I do not understand this joke. <laughs> um, I am well, drinking Dogfish Head 120 Minute IPA. Nice. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, which is a lovely, smooth, I, gosh, I don't even know what percentage it is. I think it's like 12 or 13. <laughs> yeah, it's like probably a 12 or something like that. And I'm drinking I believe- it from, from a crystal goblet as, a, <laughs> as Conan and Rathamon might. 
I mean, really, if if you really, really want it, you would be drinking it out of the, out of the you know, the, the skulls of, skull of your enemy. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. they are so full of thoroughly pulverized that they couldn't hold <laughs> more than a spoonful of beer at a time. <laughs> you measured their skulls beforehand and they were too small. <laughs> <laughs> There's, those brain pans just don't hold the amount of beer that you would think. Speaking of sword and sorcery, there's an Oglaf um, comic. I'm a huge fan of of Oglaf. By far, the best sword and sorcery comedy sex comic I've I've ever read. Um, of I mean, I won't say it's the only one I've ever. I was about to say it's the only one. I'm like, no, actually, it's not. <laughs> Come to think of it, um, but they have a they have a comic where um, it's like it's like a barbarian king who wants a skull to drink wine out of and the issue is is that um all of his existing enemies have skulls that are too small and so um he sends <laughs> them out skull is just right <laughs> yes well he sends his warriors out to slay like a giant uh worm thing and they come back and they say sir sir it has no skull in the last <laughs> i think the last panel is just like the barbarian king like uh, weeping and going like i'm so thirsty <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna the, the one that uh, cracks me up is the one that you've uh, you, you've probably uh, shown <laughs> shown me a couple of times where it's like arrows. <laughs> He's like yes. arrows are sorcery. He's like borderline. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's from a protracted uh, Conan parody where the Conan stand-in is like exiled from his kingdom by a sorceress who makes all the barbarians feminine um, and Conan needs to learn like feminine magic basically. And um, has to like, like, like get all uh, prettied up (laughs) to be able to use, to use like the sorcery. (laughs) He needs to get caked up. It's real. It's really funny. Anyway, suffice to say, very funny. Um, But yes, Conan, the adventure. (laughs) So yeah. I, I forgot what were the titles uh, because uh, the the second one is the blood of my blood which the I cannot Serpent forget. The Serpent Riders of Set. The Serpent Riders right. of Set, yes. Which is all right. a baller name. It's That's a baller, baller title. Pretty decent episode, honestly. All, all all said for like a cartoon for eight year olds. Well, have you? Did you guys watch? Well, Co- uh, Carlo, I know this probably was like you know you were probably like on a boat somewhere when this was. <laughs> Carlo's like twenty four. Watch this. Like this is great. <laughs> I, I would have been I, I, w- I would have been wearing my flippy floppies, but they weren't regulation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely watched. I did you know, too, yes. a, a couple episodes of this, and, and so it, it was really cool to revisit this now. Like and, and <laughs> like, it, so like watching the Serpent Riders of Set, it, it's really fun because it takes it like it takes the Conan like seriously. Like it's not like a. Like there's like you know it has typical stuff like like we were talking about the like the the you know the weird like simpy like snake dude, but um, you say simpy? Yeah, simpy. <laughs> He's a simp. I love that. <laughs> Rathamon has simps. He has reply guys. <laughs> actually, actually, he, it would be more like simpy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, um, yes, yes, master. I'll subscribe yeah. to your Patreon. <laughs> but like, if if you go to like the the the, the cartoons web. Uh, our Wikipedia, Wikipedia page. There's like you know paragraphs about like oh all the these are all the gods mentioned and these are all the different races. Like it's like I, it's I, it's serious. Whoever is curating that, that that Wikipedia page is 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 really going all out because like they have like like uh they they have like a really long paragraph to like describing everything that Conan wears <laughs> and like including like 
like variant outfits. Like sometimes Conan can be seen wearing uh, a a golden um, armor on special occasions, which is padded with a leopard print interior. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I Rathamon have created this Patreon. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I've been chuckling to myself over that. I just imagined him like doing a Patreon. <laughs> Only a coward would not like and subscribe. <laughs> you know, like one of the tiers is, you know, like, I don't know, cosmic snake person. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. David Ike subscribing and then unsubscribing because it's not the right type of snake person. <laughs> well, Chris, to your point, um, yes, that was what struck me as well. Um, is, is that like within the boundaries? So like this is very clearly like like it's clearly a kids' cartoon, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of concessions to that. But I was surprised at the number of just like references and asides to the original story. Like at the end of the Serpent Riders of Set, I'm sure that you guys caught this too. Um, the like the the duke or the prince or whatever kneels to conan for saving their kingdom and is like i i pledge my loyalty to you conan and his mother says oh whatever whatever you're a duke you don't kneel to anyone but the king of aquilonia and, and conan goes i am certainly not that <laughs> which of course in the story wink, that we just wink. read he is the king of aquilonia so yeah well yeah this this is this is uh before he even thought about it you know yes <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah, like I, I also liked that this was uh, like a legit sort of like there's magic involved. Mm-hmm. There's uh, like deep crypts underneath the castle that, you know, uh, also there's, um, you know, there's obviously <laughs> the castle is built on a Stonehenge. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is still there beneath the castle. <laughs> yes. Well, it was part of the, the it was part of the foundation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually a structural Stonehenge, so we can't, <laughs> so we can't load, remove load it. Load bearing. It's, it's a, a load, load bearing Stonehenge. Stonehenge. Yeah. <laughs> Built it's, by it's druids. It's just like a brick veneer over top of a Stonehenge. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a it's like a McMa- uh, it's a McCastle. Yeah, it's uh, Pebble Dash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The, the the original Stonehenge was built by druids. No one knew where they come came from. You oh, pull up the Stonehenge and there's like hardwood under there. <laughs> well, I I sure hope oh, not man. because I mean it, it it did seem like there was a little dampness underneath. Yes, uh, in that in that seal. Yeah. I'm just imagining like a PBS series called like This Ancient House or like this. <laughs> um, and, and, and it's like, you know, if you pull up enough of these floors, sometimes you'll find vintage Stonehenge down there. Yeah. <laughs> you just, they don't make these anymore. <laughs> this old henge. Yeah. Um, so so uh, r- real quick on the backstory mm. for Conan the Adventure, because it's a little yeah. bit different. It's, it's, it's a bit kitted up. I would say from mm. the original um, stories. So, like the original stories, uh, or at least uh, from what I recall of them, and in the John Milius film, Conan's family is murdered. Um, you know, he gets his sword. He he sets off to make a name for himself. In this, um, Rathamon is the servant of the serpent god Set, and he's trying to bring Set back into our dimension by assembling a series of pyramids 
with um, inlaid with star metal, which is like asteroid metal that fell from the sky. Um, and uh, co- um, so like whenever they see asteroids or I guess meteorites falling, um, Rathamon sets out in his flying chariot to go and, and capture it and to enslave or, or massacre the village that it's, that's within. Conan's um, father, who's a blacksmith, found some of the star metal, made it into a sword for Conan. Rathamon shows up and he and and they go, We're we're not we're Sumerians. We won't kneel before you. So he turns them to stone with the spell of living stone, um, leaving uh Conan to um set forth to get stronger and to um undo the spell and have his vengeance over Rathamon and his serpent men, who um are basically extra dimensional warriors who look human but can be returned to their serpent form and banished back to the serpent dimension with any star metal weapon or yes. indeed star metal horseshoes, which was fucking yeah. cool. <laughs> and c- conveniently uh, avoiding any sort of like killing of bad guys. Yes. yes yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's One- very, it's very noticeable how I, I have to say like they do uh, um, in, in particular uh, snag. I think his name is the, the, like, yeah, the Viking, Viking guy. guy. Yeah. He's just fucking chopping people with his ax. Like <laughs> yeah. granted they do turn back into a snake after he fucking chops them, but he's like hitting people in the chest with it, with a big metal. axe. <laughs> Uh, one one of the things that I like, I forgot the the name of the um, the the woman. Uh, Mesmira, is it Mesmira? No, no, that's the sorceress. Uh, J- right? Jasmine, Jasmine. There we go. Uh, no, no, no. Jasmine. 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 Oh Jasmine. my! I see. I see. Okay. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> Jasmine uh, is also like uh, it, it. Just struck me as like the most eighties ish touch. Back, you remember there was like this big push towards gymnastics because she's a, mm, yeah. she's like a complete acrobat. You mm-hmm. know, yep. she's like flipping and this and that, and she's got like uh, she's got star metal uh, shuriken. I love that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, and they come back to her too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're 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 boomerang shuriken. So mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> he, well, Conan's got a whole entourage. Like we we mentioned, Snag, the Viking guy, uh, Jasmine. Uh, and then in the second episode, we'll talk about uh, the, he's got like a wizard kind of guy. Gray Wolf. Uh, Gray Wolf. Yeah. And there's another guy who doesn't show up in this episode. Uh, the the Zula. Zula. Yes. Zula. Zula. <laughs> sir, sir, not not present in this. Yeah. Picture. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, uh, yeah. The 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 dude with the um, the vaguely, uh, I guess, uh, Sinbad, Middle Eastern type of garb in the in the blood of my blood episode you're talking about oh gray wolf yes yeah yes yeah, yeah he and and, and the and the Duran Duran. Kind of vaguely middle eastern <laughs> garb and he's also very visibly like a white guy yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely the, and, and and he's wearing Duran Duran eyeshadow you know, he is yes very uh, i mean he yeah. is a wizard mm-hmm. i mean sure sure yes I mean, I don't mean that as a as a to be clear. That isn't like a pejorative. Like Duran Duran looked cool. <laughs> oh, by the way, those wolves uh, are actually his brother and sister, who are also wizards, and they were turned mm. into wolves by Mesmira. Mm. Yeah. Do you think he's hungry like the wolf? Yeah, <laughs> uh, he probably isn't. His bro- his uh, brother and sister probably yes, are. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Nice, nice, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> oh, uh, and let us not forget Needle, by the way. Mm, yes. Um, that... Conan's uh, annoying uh, phoenix. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, God. It, that, that was it's... giving me Scooby, uh, Scrappy-Doo vibes, man. Yeah, Scrappy-Doo or um, who's the, the little shit from uh, Thundercats? Um, Snarf! 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 Oh, oh, I was thinking, so Snarf is a good is a good pull. Here's one for you. Did you ever see um, uh, Pirates of Dark Water? Yes, yes, yes. Do you remember the monkey bird? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's very much a monkey bird type, <laughs> type character. I, I, I don't know why they thought that kids needed a like goofy basically nonverbal like animal sidekick in uh, <laughs> let me let me let me introduce you uh, both to gleek oh gleek. god <laughs> the the monkey the the weird uh, alien monkey creature that the wonder twins had yes yeah 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 uh, it's, yeah, so yeah, yeah, so like that, that goes back but it, it's it's so it's a trope of like kids cartoons but i i, I don't know it, do kids actually give a shit about that like I, or... so so i what i what i think it is it's it's like an old even older than that it's like the the fairy tale uh, animal companion type of ah, thing right i okay. mean like uh johnny quest had um uh his had uh, companion had yeah well well he had Haji. he had he had bandit and then and then well, Haji well, had I... um didn't he have a monkey yeah uh yeah 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 what's the monkey's yeah. name do you remember uh, i don't I know. Yeah, I can't recall. We could probably look them up. Uh, I mean, there, there's also. Uh, I mean, uh, Disney ha- is all over that with you know, like mm-hmm. Aladdin and uh, what was his name? Shit, Abu. Abu. There we go. Yes. I was gonna call him Fez because he is actually wearing a little Fez. So. He is. Yeah. He's a, yeah. And a vest. That that vest probably costs more than <laughs> more than anything that Aladdin owns. Anyway, uh, but yeah, yeah, I think it's it's one of these things that I don't know whether like I know for a fact that I didn't like as a kid, like watching like the Justice League. I didn't give a shit about Gleek. I I found him <laughs> annoying as fuck I, because it's. I, it, it's like for babies. Like yes. by the time I was watching it, I was like, "This is like for babies, babies, mm-hmm. not I, me." I think that's the idea: is that where it's like, well, you know, the younger sibling might be watching it, and then they could be like, "Look, here's something that dances around and is annoying for you." Babies <laughs> like annoying stuff, right? And you know, that basically is just true. Like it's babies true. do just like annoying things, as it turns out. Mm. Uh, I, I don't have, yeah, I don't have much or, memory of myself being a baby. So <laughs> I, I, I quickly grew out of that cringe. <laughs> yes, I only, I only like grown-up cartoons. <laughs> look, look, I was a goth at like eight. Okay, come on, <laughs> uh, hipster by twelve. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, so, so. <laughs> Well, I mean, and and Rathamon has, like we we'd mentioned, has his own weird, annoying animal companion, Dreg, which is is both Cobra, Rattlesnake, and like Bumblebee for some reason. Like he's like he's striped like yellow and black. Yes. <laughs> has a weird face, and it's like, yeah, Ew, no, why why would you give him a face? <laughs> I really like in the first episode when he tr- when um Dreg. The bumbling little snake guy uh, trips and falls down some stairs. He's a snake. How, <laughs> how do does you he trip? How do you, you cannot trip if you <laughs> have no legs. He's already on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, you could he, you could possibly fall out of a tree if you're yeah. a snake. No, obviously, he, he like but... slips on water and it does like a scoop. Like, <laughs> oh no, it's a banana peel! Watch out, snake! <laughs> snake! Snake! <laughs> uh, anyway, so, so so yeah, like like uh, like you said, uh, Kurt. One of the things uh, I don't remember if we 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 mentioned that the instead of like basically Rothamon coming in and murderizing. Uh, uh, Conan's family, uh, they're actually turned into stone. Living, living stone. Living I stone. I love that they said living stone. They're not dead. You hear uh, that well, standards I and mean, practices? They are alive. It's, uh, Dr. Living Stone, I presume, right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> Um, yeah. And, and that's, I mean, like, that's different than, the, than, like, the stories, right? Like, his family was, is dead in the stories. I think. Yeah. He's, he, they're, dead, they're yeah. very dead. Yes. Yeah. 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 So th- this is a very like kid sanitized way of like they're dead, but not dead <laughs> like type well, of way. I think also one of the things that was interesting to, to, to uh, sort of like go th- listen to the process uh, behind, you know, like some of the, the probably the discussions that they had to have to, to set out, uh, like how this was going to work was noticing like, uh, oh, you need to add the star metal because that's what's going to, you know, like, mm-hmm. right. That's the thing that's going to send the snake people back peacefully, quote, end quote, uh, to their <laughs> home dimension. Mm-hmm. Never mind that you just whack them with an axe. Yeah. It, well, it's very much like the like the, the lasers in G.I. Joe cartoon where it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like the, a laser's still freaking hurt and, and uh, kill you as well, rather than, or, you know, <laughs> just or like, like a bullet would. Or like when they shoot down one of like the Cobra helicopter things and, and oh, they, I, they, I they the, immediately show like immediately three guys, sh- you know, coming out of it. Out. With, yeah, exactly. With parachutes three landing parachutes. safely in the water. Yeah, it, it's always I, I always loved uh, like the the very few times that I watched any I was too old for GI, the the 80s GI Joe by the time it, it came out uh, it, it was just like a you were a busy field. living GI Joe I was <laughs> <laughs> Squiddy Joe <laughs> uh, like the the entire screen is just like filled with red and blue uh, lasers and not <laughs> one person. <laughs> not even by accident <laughs> not even dude like they should have like a character in gi joe called friendly fire yeah well I, I do think it's interesting so i i mean like i think we've kind of had this conversation kurt on um some of the episodes of parents just don't understand we've had where uh it, it's interesting that they take these like hyper violent like uh, uh you know properties and c- convert them into kids cartoons mm-hmm. and like still keep like the violence but like you know hide it like but you know you know, put like fig leaves over it so it's like it's still like you're still rambo killing people but it's like different you know or or robocop or, or you know stuff like that like it's like stuff that's just like <laughs> robocop yeah. just has like a little suction cup gun yeah exactly yeah yeah a cap yeah, or, gun I mean, like, I mean yeah like the stereotypical thing would be rambo fires his rocket launcher at a tank and it shows you know two guys jumping out of the tank and running away right before it blows up. Yeah. Which, which is how it happens in war, just like in real life. Yes. <laughs> yes. It, when you're inside a tank, you can absolutely see in 360 degrees. 
Um, but, but yeah, like I, it is weird. Uh, I, I was about to, I was about to pull out the, the, the disgusting word cozy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cozy sword and sorcery. Co- cozy sword and sorcery. <laughs> I have no. found the enchanted comfy pillows of set <laughs> on my sofa of doom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know the 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 backstory to that is it it was actually a uh, you know the entire sofa was a succubus, but they just kept the pillows. Mm-hmm. They burned the rest. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, <laughs> that is a reference, right? <laughs> <laughs> the feather boa of Tot Amun. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I I don't know. I just think it's like. Um, it's it's weird if you can compare them to kids cartoons now where it's way less violent but it's still like everything's every uh cartoon at least that my daughter watches they're like you know police of some form <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> um what's funny to it, 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 while you were saying that chris it, it got me thinking like something that's interesting about cartoons now versus then is that they would it's it feels like in the 80s and 90s there was more of a thing where it was like kids want kids are curious about adult stuff mm-hmm. so we'll take an adult thing and make a kid version and then it's like well you can't watch the John Milius Conan but here you go you can watch this and no, you, you know you, you in could... 3 years or whatever it is your your weird uncle will let you watch the regular one or something you you mm-hmm. can you can totally watch the Conan the John Milius Conan if Right. Your parents aren't around, right? Right. <laughs> if, you, if you have a babysitter, yes. Um, but, uh, and it it makes me wonder now if like is there is there still that pipeline to adult stuff now that so much more kid stuff is just like standalone? Hmm. Probably, probably. Like uh, you know what? Probably in in a different way. I I know that my kids, at least my my older daughter, knows all about like eighties and nineties slasher film villains um but like has never seen anything related to it it's just like something that's considered cool and mm-hmm. they're all they're all very amped up to to watch it to to like to to watch like they all know that pennywise was in a was in a grown up movie and they all are like super uh jumped up to to watch whatever that grown up movie is but it's not like there's like like a pennywise cartoon show you know, it's just well, something I, that like they found out about. So one of the things that you're 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 saying that, and it makes me immediately think, uh, not that, not that your kids are are playing Dead by uh, Death Dead by Daylight or whatever it's called, but it's like a weird like a weird telephone game where like yeah. Dead by Daylight is one of these properties where they do include like these you you know one of the people plays as a serial killer monster type of thing and the other players have to sort of like uh run away and try to get away mm-hmm. from them um and and it it does strike me that to a certain extent perhaps video games may be a a weird um it's not even, I don't even think it's primary. It's just simply something that like 
maybe somebody at school already plays that or or watches their brother, their older brother or sister play it. And, you know, they, they bring back stories, mm-hmm. you know. There, so. There's also a lot of, like, YouTube stuff. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of kids' YouTube is created by, you know, people who are in their, like, early 20s. And mm-hmm. they'll, they'll, like, make a reference to something, but it's so oblique that, like, it's completely devoid of, of context. But, like, kids will pick it up. So, so like, my older daughter has no idea what Among Us is or how it's played, but, like, (laughs) Among Us memes are so popular because, like, YouTubers will reference them. And so even if they don't, like, like, even if... Even though she hasn't played it, she she understands a, like a, a, at least by name a lot of the stuff. From it. <laughs> didn't didn't she get up? Was it her or, or, or no? It was her. Yeah, yeah. One of her classmates because said that she called was her sus. sus. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they all they all call stuff sus. And and she was she asked me she uh, she asked me like to explain what sus meant one time. And I was like, I, honestly, you know better than I do at this point. <laughs> I think it just means suspicious and it's a reference to an Among Us meme, but it could be, it could be anything at this point, honestly. Yeah. Like that, that, that is the thing about those sort of like meme ish, uh, like that, those meme words is that they, they, they really quickly mutate into mm-hmm. different, like to fold in different meanings into them. But yeah, like like I would have I would have immediately thought, yeah, suspicious because that's the nature of the game, right? You mm-hmm. point out, oh that, oh so and so wasn't with us when when we did when the you know whatever. I don't even know how you play Among Us. It's, you got it, you got it. Yeah, 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 you got it. You you have correctly intuited it. Yeah, I mean um, it's it's what is it? Mafia, werewolf, uh, but in video yeah. game, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, ma- mafia, please. We do not reinforce offensive stereotypes of Italian Americans <laughs> on this podcast. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. Oh. Hey, S- hey, I didn't know that Silvio Sil- oh, oh, was oh, here. Hey. hey, oh, oh, I'm stereotyping here. <laughs> um, speaking of stereotyping, um, let's talk about uh, the Serpent Riders of Set. Yes, please. <laughs> let's. Uh, so, in the first of the two episodes that we watched, um, it starts very abruptly. Yeah. Where, like, there, it starts with Conan just being like, well, this, oh, no, no, it's not Conan, it's a s- snag, I think. Yeah. A good Viking name going, will this far, with this endless forest never end or something? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, the forest uh, without end. A bunch of, like, horse, horseback, uh, horse mounted knights ride past and they, they knock over some circus performers and, and then, um, Conan and Snag uh, say, "Well, we'll we'll teach them a lesson in manners," and and they start, you know, uh, smacking them about the head with with sticks and stuff, and then and then one of them gets down and apologizes and says, "I'm I'm sorry. We're just so concerned about my mother and how, who's been captured." And I love that that uh, Conan goes, "A woman is in trouble." <laughs> <laughs> Immediately she's his sword too. Is a, a yeah. woman in trouble? Yeah, it's it's not even like, wait, are you telling me that our sworn enemy has captured your king? He's like, someone's hurting a woman. <laughs> Conan <laughs> respects women. <laughs> <laughs> Conan recognizes all of the contributions of women throughout history, including in Samaria. Conan is still with her. Yeah. <laughs> Conan will not normalize Thothamun's reign. 
Wow. Okay. Um, but yeah, so um, uh, Conan and J- Jasmine and uh, Snag uh, decide that they will ride to the aid of I forget what the name of the kingdom is. It's like Kodumia or something I miss that, that, yeah. Um, And so they they get there and they trick their way in by pretending to be um, acrobats. And Mm. and Conan somehow comes up with like a very like 1917 strongman, like like, uh, Tarzan- Like outfit, it's it, yeah. It's, so it's like a it's it's like if if a wrestler if a wrestler was both Tarzan and uh, a thief. Yes, yeah, <laughs> like a burglar with a little burglar like spirit gum mask type of right. thing. <laughs> um, so they sneak in and they start performing for the serpent men who have taken over, and um, and then Jasmine goes upstairs and discovers predictably that they're serpent men. I like how she seems surprised. It's like, well, of course they're serpent men. You knew that they were serpent men when you that, that's why you came here. Um <laughs> there is a really cool fight scene. I thought that the the fight scene where uh Jasmine is like kicking everyone's ass was was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It is funny how they have to show her shurikens like like orbiting <laughs> The yeah. serpent men to, to descend to banish them because like there's not I, I mean I guess sort of bouncing off <laughs> which isn't very well, I mean impressive. It, it's 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 interesting because really what they should have used is a bolo uh, but honestly I'm That's pretty what sure Zula that Zula uses Zula yeah. uses a bolo That's a mm. star metal bolo yes but but honestly I, I do wonder if they th- if they they immediately had like in the initial meetings were like. Do kids know about bolos? You know what the kids like? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think they would probably know about, about bolos and shurikens. I will say in an earlier episode, um, Conan meets some ninjas and they teach Conan how to be a ninja. Um, so Conan <laughs> must know what shurikens are too. <laughs> wow. He he is really multi-classing, isn't he? Right? I'm, I, I, I mean, isn't that one of those like – like longstanding uh, D and D arguments, like, well, is Gandalf really a wizard? It could be like, is is Conan really a barbarian, or is he a rogue with very high strength? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I believe way way back, uh, and I know that we we talked about it in the the previous uh, Crimson Crimson Citadel, Scarlet Citadel. Sorry, um, episode is that uh, I believe he was. Something like a fighter rogue or fighter thief, uh, multi-class hmm. or dual class uh, fighter thief, um, in part because uh, he could also like, you know, like, like at that point, I think they hadn't come up with uh, this is still first edition D&D. They hadn't come up with like the the barbarian class. Uh, and, and weirdly, this is where um, like both unearthed arcana uh the the source book for D, second edition at this point or no no i think that was still first edition just before second edition um and that's where the that was actually promoted by the cartoon because you have oh. barbarian thief acrobat and cavalier or all three of them are in unearthed arcana it's kind of surprising that barbarian wasn't a default D&D class. You kind of think that that would be a go-to. And f- Fighter always struck me as weird, but maybe that's like a holdover from like the war game days. Who knows? Yeah. No. I think it was just simply like they didn't want to change it. They didn't want to 
fuck around with it and you you could still sort of like add classes uh god the 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 first edition if you wanted to become like a a bard you had to do like just wild shit you had to i think dual class uh i forget it was like three classes in (laughs) thief and then a couple of classes in druid and that was what made you a bard like then you could pr- proceed to become a first level bard and you're like okay great <laughs> just what i always wanted <laughs> sounds like a lot of steps <laughs> anyway uh so yeah the the, the I, I did like the the ruse of them joining haha the circus to uh infiltrate the <laughs> the kingdom where rathamun is uh is uh ab- has abducted uh the the duchess i would imagine at this point yeah i guess well she's i who, i guess she's the queen who knows i don't care who cares <laughs> something some some kind of potentate no yeah nobility of some nobility sort. of some sort yeah um i i like how so i i was like how problematic is this is this cartoon going to be the answer is not that problematic but they, you know, just when I was settling in, they were like, you know, what we need is a really long, like, fat phobic joke. Yeah. <laughs> about, about, of course, we need to put, like, the heaviest person on top of the pyramid. That will be funny. Yeah. I mean, uh, to be fair, like, initially when they show the, the, the circus troupe, I was like, oh, that's cool. They included, like, a, you know, somebody that's, fairly large in in amongst the troop with without anyone like making any jokes and then they go with that and you're like oh okay well oh yeah <laughs> there was an attempt <laughs> yeah <laughs> um the the plot of this episode is surprisingly convoluted because like I, I like they they escape um conan calls uh thunder his horse who crashes in and kicks a bunch of people and then they all ride away, but they abandon the castle, but they save the Duchess. And then it turns out that that's when Rathamon reveals about the henge that we were joking earlier and he can summon. This really does have the structure of a Robert E. Howard story where like there has to be like three or four different new things starting. Like, okay, now we're at the part in the castle. Oh, but it turns out that that was all a ruse. There's actually ancient mystical warriors slumbering in the earth beneath the castle. That was the real objective. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I also like that no one is very upset that the castle was demolished in the, Completely in the, process, demolished, yes. in the process of exposing the, the, the load-bearing henge that we mm-hmm. mentioned earlier. <laughs> Uh, and, and at the center of the henge is the a big stopper in the ground where you know, they've sealed in. <laughs> they've sealed in the 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 um, serpent warriors of Set. I get really warriors, like. I'm sorry. Um, so like they go to a sepulcher and retrieve like the the legendary armor of somebody's great grandfather who was the the the, the greatest knight of their kingdom. And yeah, uh, it's it's not it's not really grave robbing if your own you know if your own uh, yeah, descendants it's just, it's give just it to appreciating, you. Appreciating, you know, family family heirlooms. Um <laughs> so he he gets like suited up in his cool armor and 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 then this part I thought was cool as shit. Um they get snag to give up his um his grappling hook, his star metal grappling hook. Not a, not the most useful weapon. Uh, to melt it down into star metal horseshoes for yeah. thunder, so that thunder can kick 
the serpent men and banish them back to, you know, serpent man hell. I thought yeah, that, that was cool. That was very cool. <laughs> that has to that had to be part of a toy tie-in right there. Oh my god. That gosh, smacks yeah. of a toy tie-in. That had to be. If not, well, yeah, missed that feel that feels like yeah. they that you could rear up the horse and it would have like one of those little sparky wheels. Oh near the hooves. man. And it would there would probably be a button to make it go <laughs> <laughs> yes. near, near the rump, yeah. Realistic neighing sounds. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, what and yeah, I could just see like Conan now with star metal armor. Yes. Oh, totally. Yeah. They really I I, I looked up the toy series for this. It looks like shit. <laughs> I will say mm. it doesn't look very good. But they do have a lot of different Conan outfits. There's definitely like there's definitely like uh you know, like basic loincloth Conan, there's like you know, pirate Conan, there's a knight Conan, lots of different Conans. Kevin, are you playing with your dolls with the different outfits? Just go in, mom. Stop it. <laughs> it's not a doll. Um, and then I, I guess the back half of the episode is basically just like a big fight where they're there. This 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 was very D&D cartoon um, to me, where it's like mm. there's six mystical knights and as they die, the rest of the knights get stronger until well, it's, it's only- yeah, it's. It's like all the all the 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 serpent riders of set are also the one. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, until the last one is like giant and it's like, well, they all have to hit it with their serpent metal with their their, their star metal weapons together to banish it and mm-hmm. the, those I I like those guys. Those guys had some cool designs. Yeah. Um, they're 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 like uh their mounts were like uh lizard like mm-hmm. beasts type things with like long like dinosaur necks, but like uh, all- excuse excuse me, Chris. I believe you call them destriers. Oh, oh that's <laughs> the, the 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 final form uh guy looks like he was riding like the dogs from Ghostbusters, like the yes, the- mm, true, true. Um, I like that that they had rules to them. Like yeah, you know, these ones you have to hit two times. These ones we all have to hit. Like it's I don't know. There, there's something about rules to bad guys and to defeating bad guys or evil gods. That's very, very sword and sorcery to me. But like the, the, the issue is that you, you have to kind of like hide the rule. Like you can't just have a wizard be like, listen, you need to understand you must hit them three times with your sword. Like it has to be something that they, they learn during the fight, or it has to be kind of, I don't know, eldritch and mysterious in some way. And, mm-hmm. and I felt like, even though I felt like it, it captured that, even though I must say, uh, the animation in this series looks like absolute dog shit. It's oh, it's bad. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. It's, um, it's it's a step below the X Men. Uh, yes. Yeah. X-Men. Yeah. Absolutely. There was there was one scene where um like twenty times or uh, um the, the, p- part of Rathamon's face went from green to flesh colored and back again because like uh-huh. I guess like whoever was doing like like the color like couldn't decide. Or there was like two different guys, and one of them was like, "This part of his cheek is part of his he- his helmet," and the <laughs> other guy thought it was part of his cheek. Um, oh, don't don't get me started on the uh, on the second episode that we're going to talk about, <laughs> where there's like legit green people. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I really liked uh, the the other two big animation blunders that I saw in this episode were in the very beginning. Um, when a uh, needle flies out of Conan's shield, he just like comes out and then stops animating. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. As he if glitches they out. He glitches expected, out. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he, he had a performance anxiety. It, it, it was like, <laughs> it was like as if they, they expected the scene to be like a couple seconds shorter than it was. And they just ran out of animation. They're like, well, just stick them there. Fuck these kids. They don't care. Um, the, the other one that I thought was really funny was, um, uh, I want to say snag melts a serpent man. And so like when the serpent men, go back to their dimension it leaves their their armor and weapons behind um and this guy left his arms behind too. yes i saw that yeah <laughs> so, just his head and he had like fake human arms <laughs> well that's how i was like are they like snakes in there They're, like controlling these like things <laughs> i've disarmed you haha <laughs> um but yeah uh yeah, so so I I I did like the fight scene, but yeah, like it, it is it is kind of sad that um I I I do wish that the animation was slightly better. Yeah, 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 yeah. like like a little even like fifteen percent better would be a big improvement. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like like I remember like thinking, well, you know, this there, there's parts of this that feel uh you know sort of as good as the D and D cartoon. <laughs> And parts that are definitely not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like the D&D cartoon is pretty good for like basically like, you know, Saturday morning cartoon. A lot of the shit. time. Yeah. 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 Uh, a lot of it's very good. But but this not so much. Sadly. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it varies very heavily, but I would say it definitely trends towards the towards the less good. Yeah. Like when you see someone who's really on model, you're like, "Wow, good job! They were really on 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 point that day in the animation studio." It, it's weird because it, it was um, apparently made by this Sunbow Productions, um, and they they also did like the GI Joe cartoon, Transformers, uh, Jim and the Holograms, the Humanoids, like stuff that like you know it, it's typical like eighties style like kids cartoons but like they were good looking at least i can explain that um in the there was an interview that i think carlo and i both read with christy marks and she points out that only like the first like nine or ten episodes were animated by sunbow after that they started using a less expensive production house um that was based in france and it's actually really funny um she gets really mad in in the interview because oh, what was the name of the guy that uh it shows was john by? something yeah it, john it was like a french Calpino guy or something yeah that yes that that sounds right um so apparently it, it was it was a french animation studio that received like kickbacks from the french government as long as they could show that French workers did a certain percentage of the work on, on each episode. And to make up that percentage, the guy who owned the studio just like put his name as like a writing credit on every single episode. Mm. Um, and Christy really? Marx was really pissed about this. It was basically like, yeah, he was like running like a scam on the French government by lying and saying that like he was like, the lead writer for most of the series and, it, and he didn't write a single word. It was just so that he could get like French tax credit. <laughs> he, he put, he pulled a, he pulled in a, a, a Sorkin on him. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Shallopine. That's what it is. Shallopine. There we go. Shallopine. Yeah. <laughs> a common, a common medical problem. <laughs> Although yeah, not yeah, for yeah, Conan. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking, speaking of, uh, 
it, Conan issues. Um, let, let's move on to the Conan the Librarian yeah. <laughs> episode. I, I yeah. do want that, that was so good. I got to admit. <laughs> this is the most confusing bad guy scheme I have ever <laughs> seen in an I was episode. Like, like, double, triple, quadru- quintuple cross? What the it, fuck? It, it literally it does not make any sense, and it's so complicated. <laughs> um, it, 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 uh, Kurt, in fairness, it is about as complicated as uh, as the, the deal that uh, – Qui-Gon Jinn did with uh, Watto. Mm. True. Yes, true. <laughs> it's very complicated. So um, it begins with Conan and Grey Wolf, who is who is a wizard whose siblings have been turned into wolves. Um, kind of weird that he's named Grey Wolf. Like, was he already yeah. named Grey Wolf and then his siblings got turned into wolves? He was like, oh, well, that's convenient. I don't need to change my name. The dramatic irony. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, Jasmine. And there's a really funny scene where they arrive in this city and Conan um, and and they're, they're talking about they're, they're there to research whether there's a way to break the spell of Livingstone cast upon Conan's family in like the Tower of Tomes. But before they get there, Conan sees a sign for a restaurant that has a picture of like like like. Like a like a turkey leg and some beer, uh, and Conan goes. That sign has made me hungry, <laughs> and he walks up to the door, which has a big closed sign on it, and starts yanking on it. And goes, what's wrong with this establishment? Let me in, I Conan. I'm hungry, <laughs> and uh, the guy comes out and goes, can't you, you stupid barbarian? Don't can't you see that it's closed? And Conan threatens the guy, and Jesmond and Grey Wolf calm him down. And they go, Conan, why were you so angry? It was obvious it was closed. And, and uh, Conan goes, Co- I was not angry because I was hungry. I was angry because I cannot read. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't angry. He, yeah. he just can't read. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to point out something here that the um, the shopkeeper is. Uh, this is somewhere vaguely. Sumerian, Babylonian, yeah. something, something. The shopkeeper that uh, sort of peeps his head out uh, has a Gene Wolf style mustache. Uh, <laughs> a Fez is slightly darker skinned than Conan, and yet you would think you would think a different uh, type of um, accent would be used here, but no, it's Australian. <laughs> I did. I did find that really funny. He's like, "Oh, he got mad at him because he's Australian." That's really don't what it is. don't forget. Don't 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 forget. He also has a sign that says "closed in English." Closed in English. In plain outside English, yeah. his his medieval style tavern in uh, in in you know ancient Acadia yeah. or whatever. Wherever it is. You know, I, I'm proud of Conan because he's very in touch with his feelings and, yeah. and where where things are going. Like. Conan just said he can't read. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, first he was in in touch with his feelings of hunger. Mm, yes, <laughs> and then he was in touch with his feelings about inadequacy. Inadequacy. Yes. Womp yes. womp. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Jasmine vows to teach Conan to read, uh, and she seems to. But then she also then like the episode also kind of like I forgot that it loses interest in yes, whether goes- Conan can read or not. Um, like. So he definitely does learn to read because later he he learns a clue by being able to read it. But you, but but it it, it kind of drifts away because Conan 
uh, Conan and his friends after learning to read. I, I forget what Conan is reading, but it's very funny. It's it's like the old lady little dog had a pink bow or something like that. Um, no, it was a, it was a gar gar garden, <laughs> and it was like tool. You can do it, Conan. <laughs> Tulips. <laughs> it's just very strange. It was like the most innocuous. It was like he was reading from the secret garden or some shit like yeah. that. It's just very. What? Are there treasures in the secret garden? No, <laughs> it's no obviously doubt. it's a garden that's secret. They must be hiding treasure in it. Yes, that's just a trick from Amon Roth. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they go outside and they see a guy who. Okay, he looks a little bit like Conan. Yeah, he he mm. instantly goes, "This guy's my brother." <laughs> like, well, yeah. I, I also I also love that uh, he's named Conan, but his quote brother is called Dion. Dion, yeah, <laughs> Dion. <laughs> it's like the most eighties name ever. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Dion it has like a learning disability. It's mm. it's clear to say, and they. They talk about this fairly overtly later on, where they're like, "We understood, we understood that that Dion had challenges when it came to learning things that other people did not." Um, but but uh, Gray Wolf figures out that Dion must be from this monastery, and so they travel to the monastery. And there's a guy there who goes, "My goodness, you look just like Dion. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Sumeria." And he goes, "Well, Dion is from Sumeria too." And and um, I I don't even remember like they they tell them like oh you can stay in our scriptorium or something because they're all reading, and Gray Wolf and Jesmine are like playing some kind of a board game. Yeah, yeah, it, <laughs> it, it kind of I got I have to admit kind of got a little muddy for me. Like it got very confusing. Yeah, yeah. So so it turns out that the monks were actually Mesmira, yes, who is a yeah. witch who works usually for Rathamon. She's kind of like the um. What's that character from uh, uh, He-Man? Evil Lynn? Is that it? Yeah, e- yeah Evil yeah, Lynn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's kind of like an Evil Lynn type character where it's like uh, she's I, kind of independent <laughs> of, but kind of works for the bad guy. She's as, like a subcontractor. As an aside, I do have to admit that that is a great pun. Just Her name is Evelyn. Yes. But they called her Evil Lynn. It's Evil good. Lynn. It's good. It's you, good. Yeah. You know that that was her, her nickname in, in high school. So yeah. Bullied her with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so it turns out that that she is pretending to be the monks, and they drug them all and then throw them into a cistern. But before they do that, Conan is looking through a picture book that Dion had drawn and somebody had labeled, and um, it, Conan sees a sees like a, a that someone has written the Great Rock or no sorry the Giant's Rock or something and Dion goes well when there's too much water in the cistern we pull out the rock and it goes away um <laughs> and th- that's I- I'm sure not relevant later um <laughs> so everyone except for Conan and Dion gets thrown into the cistern uh and then Conan and Dion wake up after all their weapons have been taken and they chain up Conan in the basement, uh, and they're drowning the others. And, and so, suffice to say, it winds up turning out that Dion doesn't look anything like Conan. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And Conan convinces him. He looks like him. Dermot from the Venture Brothers. He does look like Dermot from the Venture <laughs> he Brothers. Does. Bro. He does. Bro, with, with, man, a, with, with a Prince Valiant cut. I, yeah. could, I could totally just kick any of these stones <laughs> and completely break them in half. Um, but uh, he convinces Dion that he is his real friend. And, and Dion um, scares off. Uh, what's her name? Mesmira. Mesmira. And she runs away, but not before. There's a really funny part. Well, I say funny. It was very sexual for for a kids' cartoon where Conan says something like, um, I, "When when I when I get my hands on you, Mesmira," and she says something like, "You'll get your hands on me one day, Conan, but on my terms." Va 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 boom. Yeah. I, I did like the one part uh, where uh, when like uh, Conan's f- starting to like um, bond with uh, uh, what's it, what's it? Dion. Dion Dion and he's like I'll teach you how to read it's like Dude, Conan he- you just you just <laughs> learned like you're on Dick and Jane like he's you're not excited anybody. he's excited man yeah. he's like he's like an older brother <laughs> <laughs> it, it does it does it did really come across as exactly that though yeah. uh, Chris I, I do have to admit. Yeah, it's like I it, I know something. You're only a year <laughs> older than me. What what do you know? Yes, yeah. <laughs> come on, man. I, I and I I do think they're kind of they're like, well, obviously this is a kids' cartoon, but like Conan meeting another Sim, uh, Sumerian who like is potentially related to him could have been like mined for a lot more like pathos than it yeah. than it does. Like <laughs> it's kind of just like oh, this is neat. I got a big brother now, and like. Uh, it's just it's kind of like immediately done away with. It's like, oh no, this is actually some some random guy. Well, uh, <laughs> Conan is a, is is like he's so like in the books he's not or in in the stories he's not stupid, but he also definitely isn't like super complicated. Like he mm-hmm. is definitely like uh, he's somewhere between uh, simple and straightforward. Like like he's you know he has some deep thoughts, but he also you know for instance at the end of the Scarlet Citadel he's like ah. To hell with magic. I'll just drink some wine, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, he's definitely straightforward. But I, I feel like this cartoon basically imagines him as, as like, a four-year-old. <laughs> <Basically>. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so they escape. And I don't even remember what the ending is. It just, it just kind of ends. Like, they leave and they go on their way and leave the monks and Dion behind, I guess, is is what happens. Um it just kind of like peters out, and and mm-hmm. and apparently, um, so the first season of this series is only like sixteen or seventeen episodes, and the second season is like sixty something episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, apparently, according to Christy Marks, they had to complete three once they switched to the new production company for it to make financial sense. They had to complete three scripts a week. Jesus. So they were basically writing for like a day and a half on each of them. Um, and this definitely feels like a day and a half <laughs> yeah. worth of story work. <laughs> it, feel, it feels like the, uh, what was the the, the Tim Heidegger, uh, is it on cinema? Uh, yeah. yeah. But in, in, instead of like a five bagger, it's, it's, a, it's a day and a halfer. <laughs> this is a day and a halfer script. This one t- it feels like it took three days. <laughs> Season ender. So, I learned something in the course of researching this. Um, did you know that there was a sequel series to this series that came out in 1994? 
It was called Conan and the Young Warriors. And it's, um, so spoilers, at the end of this series, uh, Conan actually does defeat Rathamon. Um, Rathamon is returned to to just a regular Gila monster. And Rathamon's master, who, who Rathamon betrayed, Ramamon, returns um, and I don't know if he actually becomes the new bad guy, but but he kind of takes back over. Um, so there was a sequel series called Conan and the Young Warriors, where where Conan has to train uh, three precocious youths um, to be the new barbarians. <laughs> so the it's, youths. It's, He's yeah, teaching the youths. <laughs> it's kind of like extreme Conan Buster. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, um, that only lasted for 13 episodes and then was canceled. Mm. Uh, so it, it, I, I haven't seen any of it. I can't imagine that it's um, uh, especially good. And uh, well, Christy Marks was not involved in that's in, in that. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I have to say, like, for, for what it is, I, I think that Conan the Adventurer is, like, fun, especially mm-hmm. for kids. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Es- especially in terms of, like, it's like a straightforward sword and sorcery cartoon yes. yeah very much in in the manner of the D cartoon um or indeed pirates of dark water i would say that pirates of dark water is a bit more complex than than the conan cartoon but it's mm-hmm. it's by degrees you know it's yeah. it, it's a different of degrees not of kind um and it's it, it's fun though you know people ride horses they travel to distant kingdoms it's you know it it, it definitely doesn't like nail the tone of the conan uh stories but i do think that it like translates a little bit of the appeal of the character at least like culturally right yeah yeah well i i, I do think it's it's neat that there's a cartoon that is like a sword and sorcery cartoon for kids like it's it's um i i don't think it's a a story or like a genre that typically is adapted for kids so i, I think it is neat that this you know existed at one point at least mm-hmm um, and because I remember, I, I remember like really being into it. And I think, you know, there, it, there was a, a spate of these kind of stories at, at around that time. Like this was a 92 ish. Um, it, there was like another, like one about wizards, like with a staff. I, I it wasn't the, hmm. dra- uh, Dungeons and Dragons, but I can't remember the name, but, um, I, I feel like there was a couple, uh, like, like along these lines. And I, I, I think that genre is kind of just completely died out for mm-hmm. the kids at least. Did you ever see the Highlander cartoon? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that kicks ass. I mean, that's almost sword and sorcery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> riding around on even even more destrier destriers. They're yes, kind of exactly. like they're actually yeah. kind of like chuckabos, I guess. <laughs> or as uh, as uh, Miyazaki named them in uh, Nausicaa, uh, horse claws. Horse claws. There he is. Horse claws. Horse claws. Um, yeah, no, I think you're right, Chris, and it, it, I, I think there's something very elemental about sword and sorcery, but it's it's a tough. I think I think it's a tough genre to adapt and then not have it seem like a little bit stupid, mm-hmm. um, because like a lot of the complexity of sword and sorcery, such as it is, is conveyed through like the authorial voice, yeah, or like the style of it, and. I mean, if you just animated the action of most Conan stories, it would be more or less like this cartoon, although okay, a little bit less confusing in terms of, you know, monastery related hijinks. <laughs> um, but, you know, like Conan is trapped and then he fights people and then he wins. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of, the, one of the things that stood out to me about specifically about the character design of uh, Rathamon <laughs> is like just how camp it is. Oh, yes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Is like so hyper masculine. Like you're supposed to think he's so threatening, but he's also just like, it's just very funny to me. <laughs> it's know, it's yeah. very like uh, 80s Flash Gordon. Mm, yeah. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's wearing absolutely. like a harness and like a big serpent headpiece, and <laughs> it's kind of funny yeah. how like like it's so like he he's a serpent man too, right? So like when he is exposed to the star metal weapon, he turns into a serpent man. But all the other serpent men are kind of like keeping it on the down low, you know, like they <laughs> yeah. dress and act normal, and um, Rathamon is just wearing like a giant scary snake helmet thing <laughs> and he's got like very visible fangs and like don't, you know slit snake eyes and stuff don't don't forget he also has um the 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 wolverine style uh claws coming out out of a bracer that is actually uh, designed to look like a, a serpent's head it's pretty so cool the, the claws look like the fangs it's very cool uh he also has a serpent themed chariot let's not forget Yep, and two dragons that pull it, or worms, yeah. possibly. Yeah, he he has to summon them, perhaps even wyverns. Yes, Ooh. and Drake's is like, get us out of here, <laughs> <laughs> and he summons them and stuff, and yeah, <laughs> yoik scoop. Yeah, <laughs> I do like how in 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 cartoons of this nature, like, of course the the bad guy always needs to get away, and it's always kind of funny when the bad guy gets away. Like, you know, it's. It's it's funny when Doctor Claw in uh, Inspector Gadget gets away, but that's meant to be funny, and it's just as funny in like GI Joe or Conan the Adventurer when you know the villainous Mesmira just goes yoinks and you know, <laughs> runs out the back door. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I I just had like a Cobra Commander. Like, this is not the last time you'll see me, GI yes. Joe. Oh, <laughs> Rathamon is very much of the Cobra Commander school of uh, villainy. Very much so. <laughs> it's like they went to uh, like the the school of the Americas or something. Like that. <laughs> 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 here's here's how you this is how you're a villain. You have to say something that's mildly threatening, but also like very uh, very jokey. Uh, yeah, like I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Speaking of like now that I think about it, it it it's very much um, something that the 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 guys over at um, Venture Brothers picked up on with the Monarch. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's it, it's funny. Like um, that observation definitely helped me understand the Monarch. The other thing is, um, I watched uh, oh gosh, um, our man Flynn. Mm. Um, a, f- a couple weeks back, and that is like somebody tried to make Venture Brothers forty years too soon, um, <laughs> because it is so very Venture Brothers. It's uh, um, it's Coburn, right? Yes, is it James? Okay. Yes, James Coburn. Uh, like kung fu kicking the shit out of people in in his with his like all six foot four inches of his you know his incredibly Lank, lanky frame, lanky <laughs> scarecrow body. <laughs> yeah. 
He's like a Street Fighter character. <laughs> Coburn. Coburn. Yeah. <laughs> Just stretches out his, his head. You, you thought I couldn't reach the back of the station wagon, motherfucker? Check it out. <laughs> yeah. Slap you. But yeah, between between stuff like this and stuff like that, you basically have uh, have Adventure Brothers. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. I suppose we should probably wrap it up on our. Yeah, I don't have a lot more to say about Conan Adventure run it's, episode. It's kind of a silly kids cartoon, but it is Conan. It is one of the, the there. There was around the same time we already talked about Conan and and the Young Warriors, or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, there was also another series called Conan the Adventurer that was a live action one in '97 that hmm. I, I think was an attempt to like sponge off of the popularity of Hercules, the legendary journeys and Xena uh, warrior princess around the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's bad. Apparently I, I watched a little bit of it. It was very bad. Um, D- did you, did either one of you ever go to the, um, to the universal studios uh, Conan? The, they had like, it was a weird thing because it was just basically like, uh, almost like a variety show. Uh, no, it's it's so it was. If I'm remembering correctly, it's been a long time. Uh, I, I went as a teenager uh, with my parents to L.A. and we visited Universal Studios uh, with my my late grandmother, who uh, is uh, just just deadpan funny. <laughs> uh, I, not not because she is trying to be funny though. But because she's reacting sincerely to, like, we went through the tunnel, you know, like the ice tunnel thing, where it gives you the the optical illusion. They they just spin the tunnel, and it, it's like, oh, it, it fucks <laughs> with you. And she, and she was, she thought, like, there's a there before that, there's like a weird bridge that it's supposed to like simulate it falls apart under you, you yeah, know, yeah, as yeah. you're passing through it. And she's like. She's like in Spanish, just like very, very loudly going like, I sure hope we're not going to that bridge. That bridge doesn't look safe. <laughs> <laughs> like she she did, just did not understand the context of the ride. So there was uh, a anyway, Conan thing too? There was. So you sit in like a, a, a semi, like an, an auditorium, like not, not an auditorium, but like a, a, a one of those uh, semicircle like rodeo type of things. And they mm. have like a, a variety of different things. And I believe that at almost towards the end, this was like the show capper where they have like a, a Conan uh, thing where the, you know, they basically they, they roll out the big, uh, the big set piece and there's a dragon that pops up like a dragon head that pops up on the ground and, you know, shoots fire, you know, obviously, uh, you know, like they, they're just sort of like, uh, you know, controlling some sort of flamethrower type of device in there. It, it, it looked cool. Uh, I wow. did not know about that. I did learn recently um, that the the like water world action stunt extravaganza is it was so successful as a as a show that it's they, they still perform it to this day and it's still branded as like the water world action stunt extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, <you> water world haters! <laughs> I like I like water world. We should do, I, I we actually should do like should water world I mean, and the postman should. at some. Point. I do want to I do want to watch uh, water world again because I I actually liked it when I saw it. I thought it was good. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, it, it, it's got its silly points, but fuck, how many post-apocalyptic thing, you know, like type of stories aren't sort of silly? His fucking boat is so cool. His catamaran, the catamaran is so like cool. fucking, fucking Sick great. as shit, man. Uh, I, I think it was just simply like uh, people got whiplash because they didn't think that, you know, like uh, Kevin Costner could could like. There was do, too much uh, Costner. And- there was just too much Costner at mm-hmm. the time, uh, uh, honestly. Yeah, I mean, but also I think it's a a deviation from like the Costner characters that you got before, like the peop- the the type of roles that he was doing that got him popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, you know how many people went to go see you know, like No Way Out, where Costner is like a a, a scumbag, right? Yeah, uh, no, basically not a lot, but but or it, it was sufficiently far in the past when like field of dreams came out and shit like that, that people go like, well, Costner is just so dreamy. And it's like, wait, he's got gills and he drinks piss. What? <laughs> I don't like this movie. Fuck that. Uh, anyway, uh, we should probably wrap it up since we're talking about other things that are not yeah. the Conan, the adventurer cartoon series. I've said, I've said my piece. All right. Conan is a warrior without fear. He's a man of bravery, more powerful than anything. His legend spreads across the land and sea. I mean, what more can you say? <laughs> well, you can you can say, well, images of myself on the TV screen. <laughs> what type of sorcery oh, is this? Oh, Give me a flagon of wine instead. Yes, oh, so go oh, ahead. oh, that's my last thought. Conan repeatedly says, what sorcery is this in this series? And every time the answer is, it's the same fucking sorcery it was last time, Conan. It's always <laughs> Rathamon. It's always Rathamon. You know what sort of sorcery this is. It's set sorcery. It's serpent sorcery. <laughs> Duh. It's, 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 it's like uh, basically uh, Rathamon is out there doing like Amway. Selling sorcery <laughs> to other people. <laughs> yes, that's right. If you get five people to buy your sorcery then they will get five people <laughs> each and <laughs> each one of you can do sorcery well, on he, conan yes <laughs> all he, of he you does have a pyramid scheme right yes that's well true. i mean he that's does want to he, yeah. he does does want to build a lot of pyramids that's for sure <laughs> little did we know that the third uh-huh. pyramid is actually an mlm all right um anyway uh gents thanks for for getting together and having this beer run <laughs> Uh, and uh, we'll catch you next time uh, everyone out there thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time here on Potsdam